0: Welcome to Your Big Idea Podcast, the inspirational podcast designed for you, the entrepreneur who wants to grow your business online, make an impact and teach what you love. Here's your host, Jake Press. Hi guys, I'm Jake Press, Your Big Idea Guy, and today we have a special guest, TikTok master, brand and growth expert, my new friend, Aaron Soggy. Aaron, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Jake, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you.
0: So it's de facto that anyone that comes on my show is my new friend. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's official. Uh, and we've already bonded in the fact that we don't like headphones. So that's a, that's a big <laughs> bonus there. <laughs> um, so Aaron, this show is designed for entrepreneurs and thought leaders to encourage and inspire people to live their purpose and their big idea. Tell us your big idea. What inspired you with your purpose to focus on helping people grow their personal brands Through TikTok.
1: Awesome. Yes. So I would say it all began when I was 12 years old and with my father, my parents were divorced. So my relationship with my father through my teenage years was going to the cinema on the weekends because we lived separately. So it was him taking me out for Sunday and then we always went to the cinema. And one of the films that we watched was The Matrix. And back when it came out, it was A game changer. Like people who did not see The Matrix at the time may not think it's that mind blowing because it was ahead of its time. As a film itself, like the technical achievements in there, the idea of us being slaves and batteries to machines and AI coming in the future. I mean, we have AI right now, but like in 1998, ai was so far and even the internet and computers so it just blew me away and like i was like dad how did they do that effect how did they do this and it triggered my curiosity of how films are made so i started looking at videos and even back then it was hard to even find a youtube video on this or you know they were like the extra seat dvd behind the scenes so i just fell in love with how big of an impact a film can have on someone's life And I watched then The Gladiator and I watched other films that really inspired me. I'm like, wow, these films get in front of other people and they get inspired. They learn something like you, you put people into this new world where they can learn. And I thought, I want to be doing this because I love helping people. It's just my nature. And and then I decided, okay, I'm going to become a filmmaker. And I moved to London, went to university, and I worked 13 years in the film industry. So one day I can be making these big films. But along the way, I came across a few videos and news articles and documentaries on what we're doing to the planet right now. I did not realize the extent of the plastic pollution in the ocean, the extent uh, of the deforestation, and 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 how if we carry on this way, within my lifetime, we can see catastrophes happening. It's not about your grandchildren or your grandchildren, even your children. It's about us. It's about us. So I was watching this documentary about the planet and the plastic pollution, and I was I was crying my eyes out. I was like, "What are we doing?" And I felt, I wish I could do something about it. And then a voice in my head said, well, you can, you're a filmmaker, just make videos on that. But I was like, no, there's no way I'm going to give up my goals to be an Oscar winning cinematographer. And I just know that like, that's 14 years of my life every day. I'm like, I'm going for it, I'm going for it. And then, you know, I realized I want to do something that's meaningful. Instead of focusing on the awards, because, you know, I thought, I I wanted to be a football player. I played through my teenage years. And then to me, winning trophies was the metaphor that meant, or the the symbol that you are doing, you are doing your best at what you do. So for me, the awards in film were the Oscars. So that's why, as a twelve year old uh, model of the world, that's how that's how it all started. And then about three years ago, I made a video on an animal rights march, which got hundred and forty thousand views on Facebook in one week. Like that was the first video I posted about this. And you know, Jake, the first time in my life. The comments or the feedback I got on my work was not about me. It wasn't about, Aaron, you're so talented. You're so amazing. You're so great. It was like, wow, Mm -hmm. first time in my life, I don't feel alone first time in my life, I feel hope. First time in my life, I feel like there is more people like me who want the best for the world. And I'm crying my eyes out because the first time in my life, I realized I can use my talent and passion for films right now to make the impact that I thought that I can only make once I got to the Oscar level. I can do it right now because when I started, there was no Facebook, there was no YouTube, there was no Instagram, there was no TikTok. And I thought, I can do this. So I got a life coach who helped me to realize that I need to step up, become a leader instead of hiding by the director, set up my own environmental video production company and make an impact in the world. And I'm starting a whole movement of environmental videographers. But then the question was, how do you transition from being a full-time employed filmmaker to now you know, running your own business? And I didn't want to start my environmental video production company and stressing out about money and having to say yes to any old boring, talking head, interview jobs. I'm like, hey, why don't I, I love helping people. I love, you know, sharing my knowledge. I love seeing someone having an aha moment. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to set up an educational platform online that I can use as an ongoing way to make money. Now for that, you need to be known and you need to create a community or an audience who knows you and wants to buy from you. So that was my mission last year. I could quit my job. It was a big, big moment for me. I quit my job in May Last year, like I burned my boats. I saved up some money. I'm like, I don't have any income. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I can make money with right now, go forward, crush it on TikTok, and then hopefully monetize. So my first goal was last year, hit hit 100,000 followers as soon as possible. Then this year, I'm like, okay, monetize so you can make 5K a month passively. But my definition of passive is no more than five days of work a month because nothing is really passive, let's face it. And the reason why I knew that I'm going to be successful is I got very clear on my vision. My vision is an ocean clean of plastic by the time I leave this planet. I'm going to hand this planet over to my grandchildren in a better shape than we found it. That's my vision. I want to be surrounded by people who believe in this, who are committed to doing, to doing this, and that's meaningful to me. So I'm clear on the vision and I'm clear on why I'm doing it. I'm doing this to help others. I'm doing this to save animals' lives. And I'm doing it because along the way, I get to become wealthy and influential. So the example I like to use is like, if my mother or father develops Parkinson's disease and they say that there is a new treatment, but it's going to cost you $150,000, the only question I want to ask, what is the account detail? I'm sending the money. Instead of freaking out, shit, I got to buy and sell a house or something to get the money. I want to have that money ready to go. And I want to have the knowledge ready to go that this is what needs to happen. So these drive me and these are my fuel. So there is no question that I'm going to succeed in what I'm doing is because I'm clear on these. The strategies or how to do it, they will come and go.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely perfect. First of all, what an amazing story, you know, um, being 12 years old, seeing the cinema, wanting to make the impact. Wanting to be an Oscar award-winning film director, uh, I, I love that. I think that's awesome. And, and, yeah. and it's just it's cinematographer, and just being able to see how film can impact. F- film is story, and stories impact people's lives. We we all resonate with stories. We're drawn into those stories, and then to be able to use that story and say, "Wait, I want to be able to get to a point where I can make an impact by." the the passion that I have for oceanography and, and cleaning up the oceans and, and making that, making that cause known. And I'm going to get to that point one day and then realizing, wait, I can do that now. I think that's the big thing with, for so many people is they don't have to get to the point where they can go do that thing. They can do the thing now and
1: that gave me goosebumps.
0: Right? Yeah. And always pushing that thing out is it, it creates that mirage of I can't ever get to it because tomorrow is always tomorrow. I mm. read an amazing book called Pocket Full of Money, and it was a, it, it's not what you think. It's actually a book that really just talks about the inspiration and the power of now. And we never get to tomorrow if you actually really want to think about it. We never get to tomorrow because we're always living in the now. So it's the decisions that we make in the now that will impact our now, period. And this idea of, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow Beautiful. is just future. And we and, and future, but future is always the very next second, but we're only living in the the current second, right? So it's very powerful.
1: Mm. So
0: I, I love that. You you know, I looked at some of your materials that I received and uh and, and it's you you had a quote there that said, those who have the why to live can bear almost any how from Victor E. Frankel. And I loved that quote. I thought that was really, Beautiful. really, really great. No, thank you. Um, I, I thought that was really great. <laughs> our, we have to anchor to our, why we have to know what our, why is because so many things are going to try to knock us down. So many things are going to try to get in the way of our, uh, of our, you know, why, but if our, why is found foundational our why doesn't change, Then our why just knocks through the how, it knocks through the when, it knocks through the where, it knocks through all of those things. That's awesome.
1: And once you understand how to find a why, then it's very easy to become successful in no matter what you do. And I'm one of those guys like, like, you tell me tomorrow, Aaron, do educational videos on Excel sheets. I'm going to be the number one Excel guy on TikTok within a few months why because i understand basic principles on how to succeed my i'm running my mentorship program right now we are starting week two week one was about vision creating a vision like behind me i've got my vision board like I, I, it reminds me every day the the vision you have to fall in love with the vision because let me ask you this question jake when you're in love what would you do for that person anything everything so the first step is to fall in love love is the answer not the strategy strategy come later first second week is about the why What's going to fuel you to get to that vision? Because if you don't have fuel, you're not going to get there. So the fuel comes from having a strong why that is beyond who you are. I'm I'm not doing it to get more money. I'm doing it because if my mother or father develops Parkinson's disease, I want to have the money ready to go to save them. That's why I'm doing it. Why am I doing it? Because I am not choking on plastic right now, but there are baby whales choking on plastic. And I know this is very graphic and it sounds like, you know, trying to scare people with this, but that's the reality that's going on. And I'm, th- I'm seeing the videos of these animals suffering, like I must show up every day because they're suffering right now, right now. Not like, oh, it's going to be really bad 10 years from now, a hundred years from now, right now. So once I get clear on these, I strengthen these to a point when I'm like, let me out of this, like, let me, let me out, let me out. You know, like you're locked into a a door and then someone says, you got to kick the door. It's like, no way I'm going to hurt my leg. You want to get to a point. He's like, get out of the way, get out of the way. I'm coming through, but Hey, you're not qualified. Get out of the way. I'm coming out. I'll figure it out along the way. Yeah. You get to that point. You can crush it in anything, in anything you can crush it. So people asking, oh, you're, you're crushing it on TikTok. You must know the hashtag strategy. You must know the best time to post the music. No, I know my vision and my why. I'm in love with my vision and I get I break into tears often when I think of my why. That's what makes me succeed. Because in February, once I had 140,000 followers and for one month, I got a thousand followers in a month, which is tiny once you are at that level, like complete plateau. That what made me successful because I went through that plateau knowing it's just a plateau. I know my vision. I know my why. And I said, thank you, TikTok, for challenging me because you're making me very pissed off for not getting the results. And that makes me a better creator every single day because the videos I'm putting out a month later, I'm a 10 times better creator because I'm like, okay, what needs to shift? Because when everything is working, you're not improving at the scale that you should be improving. You put out a video, 50,000 views. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Put out the next one just like that. 50,000 views, great. Put out a video, a thousand views. What do I need to change? Like I, like the, did I send you the hook template yet? I just finished my hook template. Yes. Did I send you that? Okay. I so the no. hook template. Uh, no, no, I, no. All right. Great, great. So I've got my ebook, which I think you've seen. And then I've got my, you've seen the ebook yep. and I've got a hook template just came out a couple of days ago. But that template is freaking powerful because I was pissed off for not getting the results that I thought that I could be getting on TikTok. And I was like, okay, what needs to shift? And I analyzed videos, I did the research and I was analyzing my own videos, other people's videos, and I put this together and I'm giving it to the people in my mentorship program and they're like, I can't believe it. I'm, I'm averaging thousand views. I impl- implemented a couple of your hooks. Now I'm up to 10,000 views. But it's because I wasn't getting the results and instead of getting discouraged, I'm like, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I use this experience? And here is the freaking best part. I'm going to the plateau and I'm celebrating. People are like, you were out of your mind. I'm like, no, because I know what my life is about. My life is about being in the present and helping people. How many people are experiencing a plateau right now? Enormous amount of people. How, what's a better way of learning and helping them than to experience what they're experiencing? It's easy for me to say, go to the workout, go and work out and get into the best shape. I've never been overweight. Never. I always worked out, never been overweight. So it's harder for me to help you to lose weight because I've never done it. But if I've been through a plateau, I can say, okay, look at my statistics. One plateau. Here is what I did. I focused on if I get through this plateau, how many people I'm going to be able to lift out of their pain and suffering. And that excited me instead of me being discouraged.
0: There's two things that you, there's a few things you said there that was just really, that I love so much. One is that you celebrated. Right. You you celebrated, even within that plateau, you celebrated. You found the joy within that circumstance to say, you know what? I'm still gonna celebrate because you don't have to get to certain if if you just always wait to celebrate, then 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 I think you're just gonna miss a lot of celebration, which also means you're gonna miss a lot of joy in what you do, you know, and I think that's really important. I think that was a really good point. Just I'm just too excited.
1: <laughs> so in my in my in my ebook, in my ebook at the end, I have the page with the yellow fist that says the size of your win is determined by the size of your celebration. Because you I can hit that. a million, you can hit I a million, that. I'm working with people with million followers and they are pissed off, frustrated and sad. If that's their habitual way of being every day, then you know, it doesn't matter if you have a million dollars or a million followers. If you're habitually pissed off and frustrated, that's the quality of your life in that moment. And I have somebody who's got 1,000 followers who is so happy because she was stuck at 14 followers. We made a few shifts. And now her being at 1,000 followers, something shifted forever. She's like, now I believe in myself. And from that on, it's just now in two weeks, she's gone to 20,000. And it's not because of the strategy; wow. it's because of that belief. It's like I can do this.
0: So true. The, 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 see, what's what's so powerful about that is to go from fourteen followers to a thousand followers, and a thousand followers to twenty thousand followers. Is part of it is is obviously the strategy and the quality of the content, and all that. The other part of it is like we just said is the belief. And when you have belief in yourself, energistically, people feel it. Like the energy that we're feeling, I'm feeling even from just having this really great conversation. <laughs> like, okay, man, this is, um, I love this conversation. You know, when you're in the zone, like, you know, when you're yeah. like, I'm talking to somebody that's really authentic, that's super passionate about what they do. And I know they're actually going to go make an impact of change. And I love it. So you, you, you talk about the why. You talk about your, your why has to be the strong why that breaks through the barriers. And like in your ebook, you talk about uh, giving versus getting. And I love that because when you have your strong why, it's not about what number of followers I have. It's about how much value am I giving, right? How much value are you giving to the people that need it most? Then those numbers are going to increase. You're going to ultimately get back what you give, but it's giving first and producing value for those people. That's what matters most. Do you, what are your thoughts on that? 100%, 100%.
1: And I would love to share a little insight that I had a a couple of years ago on, on this very topic. And what I would say is to you, a lot of people tell me like, Aaron, I've been giving, giving, giving for months, for years, my whole life. I'm just not getting what I want. And I tell them that as hard as it is to hear, you're not giving, you're trading, or in other words, you're exchanging. It's like, I'm giving, I'm giving, but at the back of your head, you're thinking, because I want to get something back from them. So it's a trade. So people cannot really receive your gifts because they know that, hmm, is this a hook to some program? Or like, here is my free ebook. Here's my free ebook. I do not have a free product because I know that this is always like, get me into my high sales uh, product. It's like, If you want free stuff from me, go to my TikTok feed. It's filled with great value. If you want to go deeper, here is my cheap product that I think you can invest in yourself when you buy that product. Now, the the one distinction that I learned is it's not about giving, 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 and then you get what you want. What we want Mm -hmm. is to fall in love with the act of giving. That's what fulfills you. Mm -hmm. When you see a baby struggling and then you teach them something and they get it, and they light up like, ah, I can do this now. And they're so happy. That lights you up. Yeah. That's a memorable moment. You're not thinking that, oh, this baby needs to grow up and then give me something. You're just lit up by the giving, the act of giving. And that has to come not from your material possessions, but from your qualities as a human. I'm not giving this money, a, this money, a baby. I'm not giving this baby yeah. a money. I'm giving this baby a lesson for life. I'm giving this baby my presence. I'm giving this baby a, a um uh a, a, a lesson that they can teach here is something that i didn't really want to share with anyone but a few days ago i was walking into tesco and there's this young guy sitting outside tesco it's like run down and clearly drinking stuff and smoking stuff and i'm judging him like i put my hand up i was like like come on get your shit together you're young like i was judging i walk into tesco and i stop and i said Aaron, you never know what's going on in someone's life so i went back out and i said mm-hmm. hey buddy <laughs> what's going on? He's like, I had a stroke two weeks ago. I'm like, wow. He's like, so how do you feel now? He's like, everything slowed down. Like, I really cannot, you know, function. I'm like, what about your parents? They both, one died, the other one left, left him. So what about your friends? He's like, oh, my friends know about this situation, but they don't want to help. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, look, do you want somebody from Tesco? He said like, just, just a Red Bull. I was like, wow. I, he could have asked for anything but he asked for just one Red Bull. Like, yeah, went in, got him a Red Bull. And then I thought to myself, he could have asked for more and he didn't. And part of me thought that he may be missing a point, but I also respected him for that. And I said, what's your name? And he says, uh, my name is Fred. And I'm like, Fred? very nice to meet you. And I reached out my hand, I shook his hand, like, Fred, tell me, like, what are your plans for your future? It's like, I don't know, you know, maybe I'm trying to get some, some, uh some job, but it's just so hard. Like everything is just so difficult. I'm like, where are you sleeping tonight? He said, just, you know, it was raining, like just behind the building under shelter. I'm like, where would you sleep ideally? He's like, oh, there's this hostel and it's like, I'm in the UK. So it's seven pound, seven pound a night. I was like, I know a place where I can get you seven pounds. So I went over to the cash machine. I took out way more than seven pounds. This this is not a story of saying how freaking uh, generous I am. You will hear it in a moment. I I hand him this stash of money. I said like, Fred, this will get you a few nights of sleep. He takes the money. He looks at me sheepishly like, oh, thank you. Really, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Puts it in. And I look at him. Fred, look at me. And he's looking down. Fred, look at me. I freaking believe in you. And he starts crying. He said, no one has ever told me that. We think it's the money that made a difference. It's me telling him, looking into his eyes with full presence, asking his name. I said, Fred, I believe in you. You can do this. And he's he's crying. And we think we need to get all the money so we can help our kids. We need all the money to help people in our business. No, what you need is your caring and your presence. And what you have in you now is what everybody needs in the world making people feel loved, making people feel special and being present with people with your curiosity. You have that right now. You do this with every single person you meet, you do this at scale, then the money will flow in.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: But no, I did not do it because then he's going to give me money when I become homeless. I did it because it just felt right. Yeah. And it lit me up that I, I made his day. And I and I felt that what I said to him can ch- make his can change his life. The money I gave him, give him shelter for a few days, but that thing is what has the potential, the seed to make a real change.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 partly the teach a man to fish, right, or give him fish to eat, right? It's it's that it's that whole concept. There's a spiritual connection there where you felt empathy in the moment to not just give him something that would satisfy that need, but to, but to find that connection, that spiritual connection with him at that moment to let him know that he matters. And I think that's just, that's what's so important is people need to realize that they were created for a purpose. They were created for a purpose. And that is a message that I want to keep sharing to the world is you were created for a purpose to live your purpose. I mean, that's part of, part of what I do. Um, No, I, so I absolutely love it. And I think the empathy is, is, you know, we can, as a society, we can really adopt becoming more empathetic with people. We need to resonate with people as opposed to just judge people. Cause like you just said, you never know where people are and what they've, you know, you can, you can think that, Oh, someone has told them this, but they haven't. And, and to find out that they haven't, that's just powerful. The fact that you were able to do that. So that's kudos to the, to you, man on that. I think that's just, that's absolutely beautiful.
1: Um, And and I'm not sharing this by any means to impress is a reminder for all of us, what we already know. We know how great it feels when we help someone, but oftentimes we don't do it because we always have some expectation that we're going to get something back in return. You're going to experience something in return as opposed to getting something and that experience will make you fulfilled.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. And I think one of the things you said is you talked about, you don't want to offer free get my free, like, here's my, here's my video, download my free thing, give my email address, you know, and then like, here's my free thing. And now you're kind of hooked into my system where I'm going to sell you my larger deal. You say, Hey, if you want my free stuff, I offer value across the platform with all of this great video content, because I want you to get the, I want to put out my best so that you would ultimately want to work with me, want to be a part of my program, want to be a part of my community and see the value that I can offer. I think that's amazing. I will say this though, because um, we, we can we could talk all about just these people and empathy and, and, and this connection. And I love that. And I love that about your your spirit. The TikTok opportunity is it the future YouTube? I mean, is it like I really see? I see this thing just growing so significantly. Um, and I, I look at YouTube, and I remember doing stuff with YouTube back in. 2000 I swear I did did YouTube with a friend of mine in 2009 and I was like oh man this thing's saturated <laughs> it's 2009 you know and I was like there's so many people out there they're doing all these shows and then you know keep fast forwarding and we can always think oh there's so many people there this this is saturated that this the TikTok opportunity is so huge right now with oh, I was reading the market numbers between 30 and 50 I mean where that where that range is of, of, from you know, people from the seventeen percent and growing, fifteen uh, percent in this market and growing. I mean, it's it's no longer like you said, and like you've heard you say, cat videos and and yeah, the, you can see some cat videos and they're great. Animal videos are great, dancing videos are great, but there's so much other great content out there. What is the future of TikTok?
1: So there were two questions here just uh, just to reflect back on it. So one, is uh, TikTok the future of YouTube or is, is that going to replace YouTube in some way or is that the future and what's the future of TikTok? So I just want to address the YouTube question first because I believe that we're talking about two very different platforms right now. Now, YouTube has been such a uh, goli- uh, goliath for the past years that everybody loves it. And it's almost like you cannot take them out because of the amount of information that is on youtube and everybody is like oh you le- like you have a question let's go on youtube that's where you go so i think that youtube is going to be here it's like a tv show that it's going to stay here forever i don't think that tiktok is in the same um it's not like uh, DVD got replaced. A VHS got replaced by DVD, and now VHS is not here. And then DVD got replaced by on-demand. I don't think it's in the same category. It seems like because it's a social media platform, upload content. But I think you're in a very different mindset when you're sitting. When you go on YouTube, oftentimes you're on your laptop at home and you're looking for answers. When you're TikTok, you have a phone where you consume this this content, and you're on the go, or you are with your friends, or you are you know, on the bus and you may have it off and then you're looking at short content. Now, I think that this platform is evolving and it's changing. So I'm sure that they're gonna introduce very soon a search engine, like so you can search for things and it's gonna go more towards where YouTube is, which is more educational content. I do believe it's gonna still lean towards the short form entertaining. And it's not just because of what you TikTok wants, it's also what people want. It's like you don't always want to watch a 10 minute video looking for answers. You kind of want to find these daily short clips. And I believe that the real future, that's just my opinion. I believe YouTube has got to stick to the YouTube style content instead of focusing on the shorts. And TikTok has got to stick to that style of content instead of trying to compete with YouTube with 10 minute videos. That's just my opinion. Like, you know, just take, take it or leave it. So I would say there is room for both, and it's it's like two different tools. It's like you 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 you're building something. You want a screwdriver, and then it's not like screwdriver and having a a drill, which is the same job done differently. It's screwdriver and a saw. It's different for different purposes, but it's still part of building the same house.
0: <clears throat> no, I love that. I, I see YouTube like when I think of YouTube six years ago or seven years ago. I feel like that's where TikTok is today in the sense of so much potential. I feel like this is the moment now where we would look back six years from now and go, the people that started today that have the channels, that like, their profiles blew up, they're, they, they've got a ton of followers, they have a ton of action, they're influencers. It's because they started today versus starting in the future. I feel like this is really a pinnacle moment for TikTok right now for, for its growth.
1: Great. If I can just give one simple um, tip for anybody who's listening to your podcast, guys, wake up. Seriously, wake up. TikTok is one of those opportunities that comes by in every, let's say, seven years. You know, Facebook and then Instagram and it's this is where it's it now. People are asking me, Aaron, why are you not on YouTube? Why are you not on Instagram? It's because I don't have the time in 2022 to spread myself across all these platforms because let me tell you this, it's just my opinion. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all these platforms, the reach that you can have right now, it's going to stay the same from this year to next year. TikTok is going to go down because it's getting more saturated and it's not like oh Aaron is predicting the future look at the history of any social media platform this is the cycle that everyone everything goes through so instead of me spreading myself across all these platforms and by the way I studied my online presence a few months ago so you know I don't have 10 years of experience in the, in the, in the online presence and social media platforms I have experience in, a, in the film industry so and I have and I understand the power of immersing yourself in one thing all the success in my head in life whether it's fitness health uh, personal development and um, work in the film industry, getting to work on the biggest films. It's immersion in one thing and specializing in one thing. And why I'm doing this is because if I focus just on TikTok for this next year, and I manage to grow to like 500k following account, I will be invited to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I will get all these deals because once you have, once you have a 500k following, everybody takes you seriously, and nobody cares that you have zero followers on all the other platforms. Because like, oh wow, this person is specializing here, and now get the free invites and and all these offers. People want to work with me if I spend my time uploading to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, what else is there? LinkedIn, Clubhouse, and TikTok. My time would be spread out too much. That I wouldn't grow fast enough on any platforms and I wouldn't be able to make a real impact both in people's lives and both o- and also financially in my life.
0: I love that. Immersion into one one platform. You know, I think that just makes sense. Like it, you're and you're exactly right. It doesn't matter what what how many followers you have on on Twitter, uh, you know, or or whatever. I mean, I was looking at the numbers of Twitter, it's like three hundred and seventeen million, I think, uh, number of followers. Don't don't correct me on that, but Pretty close to there, and then TikTok's already at a billion users. You know, so you're looking at there's there's already such a significant difference there, and TikTok's about to catch up to Instagram if it hasn't already hit it. I mean, they're pretty much almost head to head, and TikTok looks like it's going to surpass it, given the fact of the age of TikTok and the age of Instagram. I mean, TikTok this, like you just said, now is absolutely the time.
1: They have the momentum.
0: They have tremendous momentum, and you know, you in some of your content I saw, uh, which I thought was perfect way to describe tiktok you just you your correlation of tiktok being likened to a theme park is spot on <laughs> it's like a micro <laughs> content <laughs> theme park uh it, you know and i see that they're expanding into three minutes and 10 minute video content but i'll tell you these 15 30 second and 60 second pieces of content it's like put your best content out there in 60 seconds so i can make the next scroll and get my next 60 second i mean it's a it's a massive dopamine ride for sure, um, but I, I agree with you that I think that's the shorter form content versus the longer form content is what the platform will will continue to uh, to succeed on. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. And and this is what I say to any YouTubers: the fastest way to grow on YouTube right now is to build a huge TikTok following fast, and then give people a reason to check you out on YouTube. That's one way. Second thing is, I will tell you without sounding very arrogant, your 10-minute TikTok tutorial, I get it done in 45 seconds that people will remember and people will implement. Yep. So go make TikTok videos and become a better creator, a better educator, a better communicator because I'm like, okay, how can I get this to you in 45 seconds so you can keep up with my pace? It's not like bruh, 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 bruh. It's still you get you get the pace like, "Oh, Fuck! I learned this because yeah. sometimes I don't know how yeah. to do something. That, you know, I don't know everything. I go on YouTube, watch a ten minute video at times two because I'm like I cannot listen to ten minute videos. So I'm always at times two listening to videos. I do the same thing. Yeah, 100%, right? So that just shows that people want to get to the point faster. So a 10-minute video down to five minutes, I listen to it. I'm like, seriously, I can get this done in in a minute. Why? Because this is what I've been practicing for months, not because I'm a freaking genius. But once you get into that uh, mindset of creating a short-form content, then you're like, okay, how can I get this done? Which part can I cut out? And also, this is what I don't like about YouTube videos. Today, we're going to learn about the importance of you 10xing your TikTok growth. Hi, my name is Aaron, by the way. I put out a lot of videos. And in case you're interested in this, make sure you follow and subscribe and like and comment and share. And I'm thinking to myself, you you haven't given me... Okay, I don't want to swear on your podcast. You haven't given me shit. And now you're asking me to subscribe to your channel. Give me the shit first, and then, then remind me to subscribe. Then I'll subscribe. So that's what I do on my TikToks. Is like I give you a ton of value throughout my video, and at the end, I remind you that if you want more value, then follow. I'm not asking you for a follow. I'm saying if you want to learn more about smartphone content creation, hit the follow right? If you want, if you don't want to miss out on my next video, just like this coming out tomorrow, hit the follow. It's about you. It's not about me trying to get to a a thousand, a hundred thousand followers. It's about, I'm here to give you a ton of value. That's what my channel is about. No, no strings attached. If you want to work with me because you're impressed with what you see, I have options for you to do that. But there is no like, oh, I can't believe it that not many people are wanting to work with me from the the pool. Like, do you know what really fulfills me? Somebody reaches out to me on Instagram. Every day I receive a message, Aaron, thank you for what you're doing on TikTok. It transformed my business, transformed my life. Etc. That to me is means more than me charging however much money I'm charging for my uh, mm-hmm. products and services. Mm-hmm. That's the real quick. The money I am using so I can set up my environmental video production company. I can save my parents' life if they need it. My friend's life. So that's why I'm not valuing money for the sake of money. I am valuing that as a tool that gives me the opportunity to help people the people I love and the people I don't even know at a larger scale as opposed yeah. to like, how can I buy the next, whatever, fancy, whatever
0: you're into. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. No, I love that. And, and, but for so many people, for so many content creators or, or those that even are aspiring content creators um, we can really get on our own heads. You know, we can, like you just said, you watch a 10 minute video and you go, okay, yeah, I want to, I want to go – I want to make a one-minute video on that and I think it's really great for us to take what we learn and quickly – and there's a practice of it. Like take what you learn and then go teach it. Like that's the way to make it stick. Take it – learn it and then go teach it because it will be in your voice and your – it will come from your voice, which is authentic. It will come from your personality, which there's only one of you. And whoever resonates with you and your voice will attract to whatever – that's your audience. You'll be drawing your community to you. So by not doing yeah. it, by taking inaction, by not doing anything, they're going to have to go find that other person that's not you. So it's the second it's the second version of you, but it's not you. How do you what, – what would a recommendation – that you have for someone that's really gets in their own head to say, I can like stop overthinking this and do these three steps or, or stop overthinking it. If you, if you're in that mindset, here's what you can do to kind of break away from that pattern. What would your, what would your suggestion be?
1: I would say is, you know, something that I said already on this podcast is to get really clear on your vision and your why get really clear on it because once you're clear on the vision and you're in love with it and you have a very strong why that moves you, you get into a lot more resourceful place. And I'm here to tell everyone listening, the resourceful place is not more time, more money, more education is to tapping more into your own ultimate resources, which is your emotions. Like tell me, Jake, what's possible when you feel unstoppable? Anything is possible
0: when you feel unstoppable.
1: And I ask my clients, do you feel unstoppable on TikTok? They go like, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know. Like, stop. You want to feel unstoppable first, then you will get into a resourceful place. If you are creative, if you are playful, if you're passionate, if you're loving, if you feel unstoppable, you can get it done. But what happens is people are lost in the labyrinth of how, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? So first, what do you want to do that you're in love with? What's your Why? you clear on that. It moves you. I love the saying, if your why doesn't make you cry, it's not your why or it's not deep enough. Because it's like, I'm doing it because I want to get more followers. I want to get more people. I want to make more money. But if like, you know, it's your why when you say it and you got watery eyes. I'm doing it because my mom may not make tomorrow. Or I'm doing it because my friend is suffering from leukemia. Or I'm doing it because I seen animals being tortured in front of my eyes and I don't want to see that in the world ever again. And it makes you, moves you to tears, right? Your why has to be a moving. It's emotion, energy, emotion. It has to move. That's where the word emotion comes from. Energy in motion. And it has to empower you. That's a big difference between thinking positive. Thinking positive is in your head empowerment is in the body it's a whole nervous system lifting you up you know that lifting feeling when you're like let's go let's do it that's emotion that's not like oh i know we should go and i think positive that we gotta go because it's good no it's like it has to move you up right yeah and the same thing works backwards you can use disempowering meanings to pull you down it disempowers you, it takes the power away i don't know if i can do this i don't know if I have time for this these are all meanings we're giving to it so back to your question the three things i can give first get very clear on the vision and the why okay forget about the how second tap into your ultimate resources human emotions feeling unstoppable feeling love here's the beautiful thing you can find something you love in any moment in your life any event love it right will smith slaps chris rock wow what can, what, yeah. what, what can you find that you love about this? Mm-hmm. I love how Chris reacted to it. Right. He could have punched back. Right. He just stood there. It's like, right. wow, okay, maybe I deserve this. I don't know. But yeah. instead of me walking off stage, I'm going to crack a joke out of this. That, hmm. that is quality when in that moment of you being ashamed or seemingly on the stage, you can say, well, this was the greatest history greatest moment in the history of television. That's right. And crack a joke. Wow. What a character that is. Second, moments after that, what a beautiful speech from Will Smith. I love that he went vulnerable. He was crying as a man. He was crying, showing it that it's okay. He apologized. He told that, look, he made fun of himself saying like, I'm acting like the freaking character I was playing in the movie. Like life is funny. And hey, I want to be a channel for love in this planet. Mm. And then you can be like, oh, well, why are you punching people? Because we are human and we're going to make mistakes, but our mistakes do not define who we are. The lessons we learn from mistakes define the growth we go through and who you become defines who you are. You know, good people get into a shitty state, their actions will reflect the shitty state, not who they are. So you can find something you love in every moment and that what you find in any moment is your reality. Because people say, oh, the reality is he punched him. Okay, but that doesn't have any meaning other than the meaning you give it. You can say that that's unacceptable. That's your meaning. Mm. I can say, hey, if it was two friends in a club, you know, tomorrow they would have a conversation, they'd laugh it off and then life moves on. And then we learned something and our relationship got stronger because we both learned something from it. Yeah. So the second thing, human emotions, the first one was getting clear on your vision and your why. And the third one is to model the success of others. Mm. I have right now in my mentorship program, I linked someone's account. This guy has grown in one month for 13,000 followers. He put out about 12 videos. He's crushing it. He's got all the ingredients for success. The videos are short. It's giving value. It's It's got auto captions. It's got colorful captions. He's using punch in and punch out, zoom in, zoom out, great lighting, great quality, to the point, great energy. Boom. You apply this to your videos Great. it's not about copying what other people are doing it's not about taking their ideas putting into your video talking about what they're talking about it what's the framework they're using they, they cut straight into a strong hook and it works like you take these elements like in my ebook i talk about serving like how do you serve your content like serving as in a food like food serving like how do other people serve the food in the restaurant okay i'm very cheesy but i call this restaurant the tiktok t-u-c-k the tiktok restaurant right how do you serve your food to people? Because look, if you have a potato and you boil it and you give it to a child, are they going to be out of their mind eating it? They're going to be like, really? I have to eat this? Make it into a mashed potato. They're going to be like, oh, I could do this. Make it into a French fries. Now they're like, can I have more? mm mm-hmm. It's the same freaking thing. And the biggest mistake I see people are doing on TikTok is that they go on the platform and they take the advice of put out a lot of content, see what works, do more of that. BS, you put out a lot of content to figure out the serving that works, not to figure out if you want to grow potatoes or if you want to go into NFTs. Yeah. Or into cat videos or into gym videos. You're figuring out the serving. I'm helping right now someone who's doing Excel. Teach people how to do Excel. Mm-hmm. And people are like, it doesn't sound very sexy. Well, people are crushing it, teaching mathematics on TikTok. It's about how you serve what you know. You're serving it in a fun way. I love the way you're serving because it's a very intimate thing. And also you can change the setting. You can change the lighting. You can change the mood, the music, the portion sizes, the way you dress everything up and
0: you serve it. For those that are modeling success, for for those that are multifaceted, they like to do a multiple, they like to do varied things. Do you recommend that the channel be focused around one thing or kind of a hype or is it okay for it to be a hybrid of personal aspirations and the thing that they also love to teach?
1: Great great question. And that is something that I had a, an amazing session yesterday on a, on a TikTok live. Somebody asked me this question because like, I, there's no way I'm going to niche down because I love, about, I love magic tricks. I love making people laugh. I love music. I love all these things. And I'm thinking like, is this serious? Like do a magic trick that has the theme of a music that will make people laugh. And he's like, oh yeah, wow. I could do that. Right? <laughs> So instead of branching into too many things, pick one thing that's going to be the theme of what you're doing and you bring it into it. Yesterday, I gave a great example to someone who is a personal development, is into personal no, sorry, personal brand expert that I'm helping, but also loves climbing. I'm like, should I make a climbing channel and a personal development and a personal brand channel? It's like, no, you combine the two, you choose one, which one is the dominating one. I give you two examples. Make a video. If you wanna create if you if you if you want to create a a successful personal brand in 2022, here is the biggest lesson I learned from climbing. Who would have thought? Crazy. So here's what I learned from climbing. And you can apply this lesson in your own business. So when you're climbing, you're clear on where you want to head to. You want to head to the top. You're very clear on that. But what you're focusing on is the next step. What's the next step? Left hand here, then right leg there. And then the success doesn't come from the arms. Everybody's looking at the arms, but it's the leg. And guess what? It's not about strength. It's about positioning yourself in a smart way. If you position yourself in a smart way, you can get it done with a lot less effort. Now, and what's the most powerful thing is, you are present in the next moment instead of always focusing at the top. Next, next, next. Once I applied these principles into my personal branding, my growth has 10x and all my clients' growth. And you can apply the same to your life. What have I done? I told you a nice story. I use it as a metaphor. And I put it into applicable things that it's about you. Let's reverse this. Okay. Let's just, this is very uh, uh, exciting. Let's reverse this. You love climbing and you love personal brand, but you choose climbing to be in the middle. So now your target audience is mainly climbing. Okay. If you want to master the art of bouldering, here is the biggest lesson I learned from building personal brands. Who would have freaking thought that you can learn stuff about climbing? Okay. Watch this. It's very, very, very interesting. So when you're building your personal brand, you have to focus on, you know, serving your, and then Okay, I'm not going to go through the whole example, but you just reverse this same model. Yeah. So now you talked about your passion for climbing and it's clear that people that, you know, but it has this one theme. So that's one advice I would give. Pick one theme and bring everything else into it. I'm helping someone else with fitness. It's like, I want to talk about my family. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about juggling. I want to talk about this. Great. Now say something like this. Here is the, 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 the most powerful way that you can get a six pack abs. I learned it from my wife when she collapsed on the beach. Then everyone's like, oh, that's interesting. So I'm on the beach with my wife. Like we love going to the beach. So now you have a reason to tell a story about your wife and your, and your daughter and, your, and I'm juggling these balls, which is freaking love. And here's what happens. And this is what I learned from that. And here's how you can apply it to your abs. So now we talked about the, the, the juggling, we talked about wife, but it's it's packaged into it's served into this. It's like it's like, okay, should I serve potatoes, should I serve carrots, or should I serve rice? Okay, what are the portions which is the dominating part of the food? And add these ingredients in. So everything can be there. But when you specialize in one thing, then now we connected, Jake, because I specialized in one thing: smartphone content creation for TikTok. But with this conversation, you get more out about general things in life. You find out about my passion for the oceans, you find out about so many things but the the, the the thing that brings it all together is this one thing i'm specializing in not because i'm just one freaking thing it's because i understand the power of specializing because then who wouldn't want to talk to an expert in one thing and when you specialize in one thing you become an expert because you do a lot of it and people will know you for that as you being the expert if will smith now goes let's clean the oceans of plastic he can make a bigger impact because he excelled as an actor you can excel in anything in life that brings you in more connections, more money, more people. And then you can use that in other areas of your life. And if I can give you one more thing on this, because I, I know some people are listening and still freaking out. There's no way I'm going to niche down on one thing. I'm helping someone in a mentorship program right now, who is the, the person who's like, I'm very controversial. I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. I'm passionate about electricity, about the global movement, helping the planet. I'm growing chickens and all these things. It's like, I cannot niche down. Let me reframe niching down. It's specializing in one thing that you are known for. So his name is Malcolm. So I said to him, Malcolm, you become your niche in this moment. You are the niche, you yourself. And here's how we're going to do. It's going to be like this, Malcolm's opinion. And then you talk about whatever you want to be talking. But this becomes a reoccurring thing that people recognize. Oh, the last two, three times I heard Malcolm, I loved what he was saying about any topic in life. Think of Joe right. Rogan. Joe Rogan talks about so many things, brings in people, but it's but it's him and the show that is the reoccurring thing. So Joe Rogan doesn't specialize in one thing. He's specializing in podcasts with many people. So you can specialize in, I'm the guy on TikTok whose name is Malcolm's Opinion. That's my TV show on TikTok, if you like, Malcolm's Opinion. And you talk about whatever you want. You just have the same structure. It's like a recognizable TV show that you run. Now, the great thing is you can run three different TV shows side by side. You can run Malcolm's Opinion TV show and then tip of the day for chicken lovers, whether it's eating, growing, or making chicken. And you have a third one and you run these three simultaneously. So if you can keep consistent every day, put out one on this, then Jake may follow me for the chickens and Steve follows me for the my opinion and someone else follows me for different reasons. But it becomes something that I can have an audience around. When you specialize in one thing, it's very easy to monetize because then let's say now somebody reaches out to me, someone should reached out to me and editing app. We want you to make videos. You know, what kind of views can you guarantee? And, you know, you look at my channel, TikTok theme park, my views are like this, but I say, watch all my tutorials and editing. They're in the ranges of 50,000 to hundred thousand views. So this is my rate. But if my videos were up and down, cause I'm talking about so many things, you cannot charge a high amount of money for a brand deal because they're like, we don't know how much you're going to bring in. But if you just specialize in making makeup tutorials and every day you you're bring in 30, 40,000 sorry, (laughs) that'd be (laughs) impressive, 30,000 views. Then you can tell a brand, great, my video rate is $4,000 for one video. We can make two video for 7,000 or we can do three videos for 9,000. They're like, that's a lot of money. I guarantee you 300,000 views every month. That's not a lot of money. Think of a TV advert. It's like $80,000 to make a 30 second TV advert. This is nothing, it's pennies for you. And it's targeted to the audience because I've got an audience who's who's already engaged in this topic but if you have if you have a, if you have uh, 500,000 followers but out of that you know only 50,000 are interested in that one topic it's very hard to monetize mm. and i'm not saying you have to monetize but if you want to monetize you want to grow fast you narrow down on one thing which doesn't have to be Okay. If you pick one thing, which I gave you personal brand, it doesn't mean you cannot talk about your other passions of climbing, right? You can put it in, or you can have different things running side by side, but you have to think of what is it that connects it all. It can be who you are. Think of Gary Vee. Gary Vee talks about wine. He talks about YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, NFT, everything. Now that's a bad example when you're starting out, because if you analyze Gary Vee, what did he do? Full immersion in one thing. Wine, YouTube, wine, 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 YouTube YouTube YouTube, 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 for a whole year, become a freaking expert. Everybody followed him. Then he's gone. Oh, Facebook. Then next. So now he's got 10 million followers, which means that they, are, they may be following him. One million from the wine. One million from Facebook. One million. 1 million from a combination. And now I'm not. Look, if Gary tomorrow said you got to start investing in index funds around submarines, mm-hmm. you'd be like, but the fuck? Okay, great. Yeah, if Gary says it, sure, because you know him that he built whatever he picks. It's he's always gonna put everything in, and he, he never bullshits. And it's never like, oh, s- start doing this and then invest in my submarine company. It's never that,
0: right? Yeah, he he is a very much a giver of, of content. Right? It's all about lifestyle for him. Right? So it's about now that now that people know. <clears throat> excuse me. Now that people know who Gary V is. He, everything that he attaches to is Gary V, right? So it's, it's NF, it's been NFTs for a bit here. He's been talking about, you got to get on TikTok. He's been talking about, you know, where you're, uh, d- just do it, just push it out there. You doesn't, you're not even going to be right. It doesn't even matter about being right. You just got to go. You got to create, you got to create, you know, he talks about, you know, but then he also has a lot of fun with garage sales, you know, and doing those kinds of things. So he's multifaceted in the way, but what I love about the way that you answered that, that amazing story is that when I asked the question, then you, you answered it. You said, "Wait, are you are you kidding me?" The guy that wanted to do magic and then laughing and then or or comedy and, and magic and then this other thing. Some people would say, "Were you kidding me?" That's that's too confusing. You got to choose one. But you recognize that all of those things that that's the makeup of the person, and they need to bring that in into this like, and they they need to put all that into one soup. But choose the primary of what what's the one immediate taste that's that's gonna that's gonna hit that taste palette, right? And then serve it to the customer so they know, oh yeah yeah yeah, that's that delicious. Oh, I, I love the way that tastes, and I also love some of the aftertaste of this and that's the other thing. And it just has this, you know, whatever the the, the way it's positioned, the way it looks, all of that stuff. I love that. I think that's really amazing, and that's that's good news for multifaceted people out there, which there's a lot of us out there that like to do a lot of things. That we can be ourselves and enjoy the experience of just showing who we are.
1: Exactly. And you just got to link it back to one thing that's going to bring you the most amount of growth right now, right? If you are expert in one thing and you love doing it, just make that as your center and then bring it in. And you're going to be up. You're going to stand out in that niche because you're not just talking about Excel sheets. Like I love Zach in my mentorship program. He's like Excel sheets, but it's like a nineties gangsta uh, theme right? It's like 90s music and it's like pop culture and that. And now you're making it unique because I love 90s gangster and pop culture and I love excels. Let's put it together. It's going to be something uh, amazing. Here's how to dominate a niche. You freaking create it. You create it. Love it. You create it. That's how you dominate. Like I'm creating a freaking incredible niche this year that I have to run. uh, I have to set up a company and I get a trademark on it because whoever I told it, they said like, this is incredible. You got a freaking trademark this because if somebody steals this like this can be what you're known for for the rest of your life it's like that big of an idea and then and i'm creating a new niche Mm. that i and i'm and it's everything that i'm about as a person it's like you know when gary says look you invest in my nft that's my next 40 years of my life it's my life mission that's what i'm made for i'm I'm all in everything it's gonna be in this so i feel the same way about what i'm about to create but it's your own niche So you can create that by merging multiple things together. And how much more interesting you would want to learn from someone who is a fitness expert who would tell you about that, oh, you you know their family, you know that they go to the gym and, uh, sorry, not to the gym, (laughs) to bouldering and about all these different things. So you show to people that you're not just one freaking thing. And it's not like, oh, freaking, it's always the same blue background and it's the same just tips on video and (laughs) show me the whole person. And when I made, I don't know if you've seen this video about my friend who's got the, the heart a failure
0: and brain injury, don't know if you've seen it I, I saw your live on it when you were talking about your friend, you know, which really inspired you okay, great, so I made a video, made a video. It has like maybe fifteen
1: thousand views i just I just finished the video making a video, and I said, this is freaking amazing. This is like one of the best and as soon as I said it's one of the best. I reminded my friend who told me who whose heart stopped since he told me that at a basketball game and and he was mm-hmm. it was pretty much out for thirty minutes so coma, brain injury. And it, when I moved to London, cause you know, I had to leave my friends behind to follow my yeah. dreams. And I know many people will have that challenge. He just said, Aaron, mm. go be the best, fuck the rest. And when I remember that quote, I just started crying and I pulled up my camera and w- I'm crying in the video. I'm just talking about my friend and I made this into a video. And, so, and the amount of comments you read there is like, Aaron, I followed you for your tips, but I'm your yeah. forever fan now that I know this side of you. So you you get to show all your sides of you. And then it's not going to be like, I cannot upload my personal story to my professional channel when I talk about video tips because then uh, it's not the niche. And then I'm like, what if you want to talk about a story that has both in it and you're going to upload it twice or you you don't upload it or which one you're going to pick? Just merge it all into one. The only time I say people is to have separate accounts and separate niches is let's say that, okay, I'm passionate about making videos about plastic uh, cleaning up the plastics. And I want to be known for that. I want to be known the guy who's the the video guy who helps people make better videos to make a better impact. And also him himself runs a video production company and makes documentaries to do that. I want to be known for that, my face. But let's say if my way to make money was real estate, I may want to run a separate account where I'm not really showing myself and it's separate just, just to bring in real estate clients then run it separately. If you don't want to be known for it or you don't really want to be like, or you're thinking like, you know what, I just want to run this as a business that I want to then sell and automate, then you want to be as little, like your personality should be in that as little as possible. So it's easy then to outsource or even to sell your channel to another big, re- like if you make real estate videos and you grow a 500,000 follower around it and your face is not in it and you manage to do it, you can sell that account, your real estate company and show them this, is how you make these videos. So nobody, no viewers will realize that it's a different person behind the videos now. And now they have a 500K uh, following who
0: are engaged and, and are interested in that. Yeah. No, I, I, that's, I mean, that's powerful. People can, people can take a lot, you know, from this. And for those of you that are listening that are just going, how do I even get started on it? It feels like it's, it's so hard to get started. Yeah, It's not, um, you know, you need, you need to just get in there, look at, look at the creators, look at, uh, Aaron Soggy's, you know, a, account, um, follow him, follow at Aaron Soggy and take a look at his videos. He gives amazing step-by-step you know, tutorials on what to do. He breaks those out into little micro chunk videos for you to be able to watch. So you can easily consume it. You can watch it very, very quickly, uh, and then just get started. And then that it's just putting your voice out there, putting your brand out there, showing the world who you are. And that's how you do it. (laughs) That's how you do. You don't, it's not about a waiting game. You don't have to wait. You, you, today is your day for you to start telling people who your brand is. And I think that's just, um, 100%. 100%. Amazing. I am so happy that I had you on this show today. <laughs> it's just
1: my pleasure. Can I give just one takeaway if everybody, like if it's just one thing they remember? So, so many of you want to go, let's say if you wanted to go in the city to a hospital to see your mom who may not make it tomorrow, would you be sitting in your car figuring out what's the best way for me to figure out if all the lights are green in the city yet? You would never be spending your time figuring out and waiting for all the lights to go green. You're clear on, this is where the hospital is. This is why I'm going there. And I'm going to find a way. And you start. And then if it's red, you stop, you wait, you go around the block, you find a way to get there. Road works, no problem. We go around, we find a way to get there. Get going, adjust along the way. What, what will get you going is if you're clear on your vision and your why. If you just remember that. If it's your mom, and, and she may not make it tomorrow, you will get to the hospital, even if the car breaks down. Because what happens is we set out to go towards a goal, the car breaks down, and then you're like, okay, great, let's get someone to fix it. Oh, they're not coming at all. Okay, great, I'm just going to go home. You you would not never go home if you're during the Y and the Vision. And if the car breaks down, after the car, okay, I'm going to jump on the bus. The bus breaks down, after the bus, I'm, I'm stopping anyone and jumping on it. I'm stealing a bike. I'm not suggesting you steal, but that just shows how resourceful you are. Get you, you will get. And you're always going to be look for ways to get there. You're always going to look for solutions, not excuses. If you really want to do something, you'll find a way. And if you don't, you will find an excuse.
0: And you know, people like this, I know everybody knows that person, you know, people like this. And sometimes that could even be ourselves where we, we find an excuse not to do something as opposed to a solution on how we can do it. And I think that's just, a, I, I love that. I love these like little messages, solutions, not excuses. And and uh just some of the key things we've talked about today i love i love that i think that's awesome well aaron i'm gonna have you back this is i i just really enjoyed it i love your heart (laughs) and your passion for what you do you know it's it's amazing what you do with with how you teach um, videography just how you teach how to use your smartphone i bought a dslr camera I've, i've had it for a while. I don't enjoy using it because it's just like it's so much of like I got to get it out. I got to do this whole thing. I have my phone with me all the time, you know. I I even got like a shotgun mic. I I have all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm not even using that. I love my iPhone. It just it just gets the job done. You show how to get the job done and do it in a, such a pro quality, and that's that's one of your amazing skill sets. But what really resonates with me is the passion that comes out of your when you talk. Right when you, it's like this is what I do, but this is it's not who I am. Right, what you do is you teach people how to make incredible quality films through their uh, production through their phones, but who you are is a person of integrity and a person of empathy and a person that helps inspire other people to live their best life and do so by getting out of their own way, and that is just that's that's amazing. That's that comes through. I want you to know on your lives that comes through in your videos. It's uh, thank you.
1: Thank you. That means a lot. And, you know, it's always a teacher. It's always a teacher that people buy. It's not the subject. It's not do I love, love mathematics or not? It's normally did I like the teacher who was teaching me mathematics? So I love mathematics. And then I had a history teacher who I really did not like. And you don't like history. Yeah. It's not true. You don't like the teacher who was teaching it to you. And I've got many friends who like, Aaron, can you just please explain this? Like I've watched YouTube videos. Can you just please explain this? I'm like, it's like, and I give them a metaphor and they are like, makes right. sense. Thank you. Right. It's about the teacher and they buy you because of how you deliver and they buy you because of who you are. Like I've got friends right now. And if I've got any tips on like questions about, you know, taking care of your voice, I'm not going on YouTube. I'm messaging them. Hey, what do I do? Tell me. I trust you, I like you. That's why people like people will buy you. So perfect. But to for people to get to a point where they want to buy you, you have to give them so much value that they become interested in you. And once they find out about you, most people who could jump on a one-on-one or a mentorship program, anything, I ask them like what, what made you what was the decision? Why did you jump on? It's like, I liked your content, but overall I love your energy, your positivity, your personality. You seem like a real guy. You're not going to screw me over. And you know, I just trusted this. And that's why most of the reasons is because they had that emotion of trust. And then they like, I I like this person. I want to learn from this teacher. Again, they did, they bought bought me. They could have gone and bought from other people or it's like, no, I like you. And, I'm sure oh, you yeah. can relate to that, Jake. And I can relate to that. I'd much rather go and work with with somebody who's going to be my wealth coach that I like than somebody who's just super experienced and, and, and an asshole about it. Like you've got one life. You want to be surrounded with the people you like.
0: <laughs> you were my first experience. into when I, when I came into TikTok and I, and I came across you, I was like this, this guy, like I, I wanted to follow you. I loved your video content. I'm like, he's delivering so much value every single time I'm getting something out of it. And then when I got onto your lives and I saw this, the heart behind it, that's it. It was like, all right, well, I'm sold. I mean, I, I want to work with this guy. I want to be friends <laughs> with this guy. I like this guy. I want, you know, I want to know this guy. <laughs> and, and so uh, that's why I certainly invited you here because I just believe that you can really help so many people. Um, and I know you've got a mentorship you know, program that you're you've started right now. So yeah. For those that that are interested in that, they can go check check you out at uh, on TikTok at, at Aaron Soggy, and I'll link that into the the show notes as well, so you guys can go check it out, and as well as the other additional resources for you just to get started uh, today. Well. Um, Aaron, thank you again so much. We'll, we'll just st- stick here for just one moment here. But for everybody, thanks for tuning in. I'm looking forward to upcoming interviews with people like you that are inspiring others with their big idea. I'm excited for those to go live. Until next time, you were created for a purpose. Live your purpose and your big idea. This episode of the Your Big Idea podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more business strategies and tips from the pros to create the online business you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.